What's up, guys? Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of GCC Talk, the weekly podcast from Grace Community Church in Crossville, Tennessee. I'm Jeff, and I'm joined, as always, by my amazing wife, Jessica. Hello. And our awesome women's ministry director, Teresa Breeding. Hello. All right, so today we will be finishing up our Enneagram series, and today we'll be talking about the Thinking Center, which is funny because all three of us actually make up the Thinking Center. (laughs) So, Teresa, what are you? I am number five, the investigator. Okay, Jessica, what are you? I am number six, the loyalist. And I am number seven, the enthusiast. Uh, We make up the thinking center, which is funny, we have five, six, and seven. So we will be talking about that today and talking about each type one by one. So the idea of the thinking center is not that those in the thinking center are the smartest. Um, Maybe that's what we believe, but that apparently is not true. The thinking center is that your dominant emotion is... Um, thinking, right? The dominant you're you're dominated by your mind, mm-hmm. and, and this may not it sounds really intelligent, but that's not exactly what they mean. <laughs> uh, actually, the dominant emotion of the thinking center is actually fear. Mm-hmm. Um, is that we are often controlled by our fears, mm-hmm. um, and as we'll go through the different types, we'll kind of see what that means. Um, but so when we're think, talking about the thinking center, it just means that our our dominant perspective is. Uh, out of our mind, basically. Right. Whereas the other ones were instinctual, uh, and what was instinctual, and what was the other feeling one? and feeling? Yeah, which yeah. was like heart. emotion. Yeah, yeah, heart. emotion and like instinctive, and we are thinking, so we make the decisions based on our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get more into that. So I guess we'll start off with Teresa's number five. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Teresa? All right. <laughs> Fives are alert, insightful, and curious. They are able to concentrate and focus on developing complex ideas and skills, independent, innovative, and inventive. They can also become preoccupied with their thoughts and imaginary constructs. (laughs) They become detached, yet high-strung and intense. Yeah, they typically have problems with eccentricity, nihilism, and isolation. At their best, they are visionary pioneers, often ahead of their time and able to see the world in an entirely new way. Yeah. So I found a little article here kind of going over the fears of the Thinking Center. So in it, it says fives have fear about the outer world and about their capacity to cope with it. Thus, they cope with their fear by withdrawing from the world. Fives become secretive, isolated loners who use their minds to penetrate into the nature of the world. (laughs) Fives hope that eventually, as they understand reality on their own terms, they will be able to rejoin the world and participate in it. But they never feel they know enough to participate with total confidence. Instead, they involve themselves with increasingly complex inner worlds. Mm. Uh, which I think comes in, they, they, it's called the investigator. Mm-hmm. So they have a tendency to stay in their own heads and kind of investigate the world around them. Yeah. yeah. And I see that in myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think too, like when we did the uh, temperament therapy here mm-hmm. at the church and we did those classes and I learned through that, that I am melancholy mm-hmm. and which is very introverted, um, very to themselves a lot. Right. And I think, um, People might, some people, I don't know, people close Mm -hmm. to me may not, but some people may think that that's not me because I am fairly outgoing at church and and things like that Mm -hmm. because this is kind of like my second home. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's a very comfortable place for me. It's close knit. And uh, so, but if you um, see me out at Walmart or you see me somewhere, I'm not real talkative. I'm more to myself. I am the person who at a party would like to be the fly on the wall. Mm -hmm. 
um, yeah, I like to read books. I like to investigate. I like to research. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's accurate. Right. Yeah. Accurate well, I found that um, my temperament aligned with my Enneagram as well. Yeah. Um, because temperament wise, I am a sanguine, which lines up very well with a seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I am also melancholy compulsive in my control area, which I think kind of goes with my wing of a six, which makes me not as outgoing as a typical seven. Right. That I can be kind of reserved, especially in areas of control, because I want to, you know, make sure I know what I'm doing and I don't want to be embarrassed or look like I don't know what I'm doing. You know? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Yes. As a five, that's my mm-hmm. greatest fear is to to look or appear incompetent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Which I would say the same with uh, my compul- or my melancholy compulsive is to look incompetent is kind of my greatest fear. Yes. yes. I go along with that. In, in temperament, we're kind of jumping back between temperament and Enneagram now. <laughs> but but yeah, I think, it, I think it lines up with it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, a few examples of fives that you may know is um, Buddha, for one, <laughs> Einstein, Emily Dickinson, oh, that's pretty cool. Mark this Zuckerberg. Makes, this makes me feel really, really smart. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> Bill Gates, Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> yeah. Huh. You, there's a lot. There's a lot of big names in here. Yeah. A lot of smart names too. Yeah. Now, biblically, they think that uh, Nicodemus was a five. Yes. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because he he was inquisitive. You know, he he went to Jesus and asked questions, mm-hmm. and he was kind of doing his research on mm-hmm. all this stuff. Right. So, yeah. Well, that, that makes sense. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that that would be my proudest person to be proudest associated person to be. with, yeah. but okay. That's fair. <laughs> well, they also say uh, the, the top one on here is ha- happens to be Dr. House. Okay, so Dr. House yeah. is a type five. Dr. House, Dr. House, MD. Yeah. Oh, they take fictional characters. Yeah, they take fictional characters into it too. But yeah, interesting. So that's kind of interesting. I like that show. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because I like to try to figure out what's wrong with the people. So yeah. 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 One time Teresa was rolling around on the floor trying to look at someone. Who me? Yeah. (laughs) When we were one, I hadn't been working here very long, (laughs) and somebody had come in, and we were all curious at what you know. We're a little bit suspicious of people, and. I mean, unfortunately, you just kind of have to be in the world we live in today. <laughs> but he came in and was talking to, I believe, Jeff. Yes. And in the family room. Yeah, we didn't want him to know that we <laughs> were trying to look at him. And Teresa is like crawling, like army crawling through there. And, like I was worried about Jeff's safety. Yeah. Thank yeah. So, uh, army crawled through yeah. there and made sure you were okay. Well, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. So she's going to be, the, it's definitely going to be the investigator. Right. Yes. That's for yes. sure. <laughs> Okay, so next we're going to talk about Jessica's type. Do you want to tell us about the type six? Yes. The committed, security-oriented type. Sixes are reliable, hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy. Excellent troubleshooters. They foresee problems and foster cooperation, but can also become defensive, evasive, and anxious, running on stress while complaining about it. They can be cautious and indecisive, but also reactive, defiant, and rebellious. They typically have problems with self-doubt and suspicion. At their best, internally stable and self-reliant, courageously championing themselves and others. (laughs) That's a hard word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At their biggest fear is being without support and guidance. And I would would agree with the majority of all of this. (laughs) Yeah. So this site that I found, it says that sixes exhibit the most fear of all three types. 
Sorry. Yeah. Largely experienced as anxiety, which causes them to be the most out of touch with their own sense of inner knowing and confidence. Unlike fives, sixes have trouble trusting their own minds, so they are constantly looking outside themselves for something to make them feel sure of themselves. They might turn to philosophies, beliefs, relationships, jobs, savings, authorities, or any combination of the above. But no matter how many security structures they create, sixes still feel doubtful and anxious. They may even begin to doubt the very people and beliefs that they had turned to for reassurance. Sixes may also respond to their fear and anxiety by impulsively confronting it, defying their fear in the effort to be free of it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the, the basic fear. Uh, in the thinking center, we're all controlled by fear. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm like right in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so. so whereas the the five um, mm-hmm. is afraid to trust the world, mm-hmm. the sixes are afraid to trust themselves. Mm-hmm. So okay. they, they listen to the world to pour into them to tell them, mm-hmm. you know, what to do. Which yeah, is, which, which has is been my biggest struggle is like, I think I've told y'all that lately I have started to, as you do something longer, you start to get to where you think that you kind of got it and that you're like you start to trust your own decisions a little bit more but it's taken me a long time to start trusting my yeah yeah, trusting myself and my Mm -hmm. decision making ability right (laughs) but there are good things about it like I like the fact that I can foresee problems sometimes because Mm -hmm. like it helps you right it it helps you plan for that you know you need to yeah but you know that can also be a downfall right I, I think that's a good thing for mm-hmm. a youth leader who's in charge of my children. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Please foresee problems and try to yes. avoid them. <laughs> yeah. And some of the people that are associated with this, too, um, in Sandals' sermons, they talked about how they believe Peter was. Mm-hmm. And if I could tell you the one person that I associate the most out of the Bible, I think it's Peter. Right. Because, he, I mean, he was very devout and loyal. Um, but he also had trouble with self-worth and, and he was scared a lot of mm-hmm. the time, you right. know, yeah. but you felt that way before you even knew that, yeah. that he was considered. A yes. six. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I think that's interesting sometimes. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting to know. And it, the, the biggest, um, like the best part about it is that God still chose him, mm-hmm. you yes. know, even yeah. though like there are a lot of times like that he was less than perfect mm-hmm. right. and he was, you know, defiant and rebellious sometimes and (laughs) God still was like okay we'll still use you Mm -hmm. you know um but other than him there are Mark Twain which is pretty cool I like that Mel Gibson Sarah Jessica Parker Paul Rudd Katie Holmes Mark Wahlberg oh good J.R.R. Tolkien oh cool Mm -hmm. several presidents several presidents (laughs) Nixon Kennedy George H.W. Bush yeah um and Frodo from Lord of the Rings. There, good. Yeah. there we go. Yay. Right up there with now his you've presidents. Made it. Yeah, that's that's the that's yeah. the kicker. <laughs> but there, there's a lot. I mean, you got like yeah. Ben Affleck, Jay Leno, Ellen Generous. Mm-hmm. So, that's so cool. quite yeah. a quite a few on here. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so we will jump in to the seven. Mm-hmm. Um, that's which, you. which is me. That's me. Okay. <laughs> All right, so it says sevens are extroverted, optimistic, and versatile, and spontaneous, playful, high-spirited, and practical. They can also misapply their many talents, overcoming, becoming overextended, scattered, and undisciplined. I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> 
They constantly seek new and exciting experiences, but can become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go. They typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness. At their best, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, becoming appreciative, joyous, and satisfied. Their basic fear is being deprived and in pain. Their basic desire is to be satisfied and content to have their needs fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So I am, I am a seven. Um, through and through. Through and through. There's no doubt in my mind that uh, <laughs> we got that right. I am a seven. Uh, so sevens on, on our fears. I'll go and read my, my fears too since I read yours. Sevens have fear about their inner world. There are feelings of pain, loss, deprivation, and general anxiety that sevens would like to stay clear of as much as possible. To cope with these feelings, sevens keep their minds occupied with exciting possibilities and options. As long as they have something stimulating to anticipate, sevens feel that they can distract themselves from their fears. Sevens, in most cases, do not stop merely at thinking about these things, however. As much as possible, they attempt to actually do as many of their options as they can. Thus, sevens can be found staying on the go, pursuing one experience after another, and keeping themselves entertained and engaged with their many ideas and activities. Mm-hmm. And overextended. And overextended <laughs> and scattered. Uh-huh. Yes. That is that is very much me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that's very true. I am, I'm constant. If you ever talk to me, I'm probably into something different every time you talk to me. <laughs> Yes, which that's very true. Sevens are the the pinnacle of uh, jack of all trades, master of none, <laughs> because we get really into things, but we don't stay there for very long. <laughs> but you dive in hard. Dive in hard. Yeah. Yes, we will know a lot about a lot of things. Right. Sevens are the masters of jumping into everything and anything, mm-hmm. and you know knowing a lot about it and, and moving not on thinking to something else. before both feet are in the bucket. <laughs> no, 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 no. Our thinking is jumping both feet oh into the bucket. That's yes. what he has you for, Jessica. Yeah, yeah. that's what you're here that's for. That's very true. Yeah. See, I, I have you to mellow me out. Yeah. Actually, and I, yeah. 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 Well, we yeah. actually did the compatibility thing, and it says that's sort of what a six and seven does, mm-hmm. yeah. is that the seven is, you know, the idea person. They're up here in the clouds. They have a million different ideas. But the six is actually the uh, the person that can make that happen, but can also bring the seven down to re- reality. <laughs> so a more realistic yeah. level. But, but, but the seven the can bring the six up because yeah. I, th- I feel like the six is probably the most depressive mm-hmm. out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, more, just, more so than mm-hmm. anything else. More yeah. so than the five, you think? I do think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, because I think the six has more anxiety than the yeah. five. Um, but so they're, they fall into that little, like they're, they're really more consumed. Mm -hmm. Like the investigator has the potential to like get kind of like the seven where you distract yourself with like being inquisitive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like the six really has that. They're just like stuck in it, you know? And Um, and that's the thing is, uh, with the six, they can actually become like stagnant, I guess guess almost the word. Like they're Mm -hmm. just, they're okay with whatever situation they're in. Mm-hmm. Whereas the seven kind of brings them up while they're bringing them down, and we kind of meet in the middle yeah. and and have a pretty good thing going there. Yeah. That's so good. our yeah. favorite feature on the Enneagram Institute's website is the comparison, is it the, mm-hmm. or the compatibility? Compatibility. Um, where you can find your type and then click on like your partner's type, mm-hmm. and it will tell you how you interact together. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be your partner; it's just anybody else that you know. So, like, mm-hmm. if I wanted to find out how Teresa and I were together, we could click that, and it would tell us how we work together mm-hmm. and some of the flaws and disadvantages and things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So Which some is, people just kind of naturally sync, and some people kind of naturally clash. But mm-hmm. but either way, we have things that we can learn from each other. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Which you just brought up a really good point. We hadn't talked a whole lot about this website, but I think we've linked it at the Enneagram Institute. Yeah, every, I think I've linked it every Yeah. Time. So if you go to the bottom of your type, it'll have a lot of information. So it'll have, um, it'll have your compatibility, but it'll also have personal growth recommendations. So um, different things. So for me, it's a, the first one is like recognize your impulsiveness and get in the habit of observing your impulses rather than giving in to them. Um, so it has just different little recommendations and stuff like that that I think is very interesting. Yeah, the levels of development. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Teresa was telling me, uh, because she listened to the Sandals sermons, mm-hmm. so you told me you listened to the seven, right? Yes. Well, both of y'all have. I, I haven't listened to the seven. I did, and you they didn't compared... You did to the one about you? No, I didn't listen to the one about me. <laughs> you should have. It was really interesting. Yeah. But they, I, I'm going to have to now. They related a seven. They they believe that David was a seven. David, okay. Yeah, so that was a good one. Did so you I'm laugh a giant at his slayer. story, by the way, where he, he gets that, runs out of gas, and he has to go to his kid's school? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he wasn't wearing a shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, you should definitely go listen to that. Okay, I'm going to have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> but that definitely reminded mm-hmm. me of something Jeff would do. Yep, <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. I think we need gas. Oh, gosh. anyway. <laughs> See? But yeah, so basically, I'm a giant slayer. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what, what we're saying. Yeah. yeah you that's... also dan- dance naked somewhere <laughs> in front of people or in your undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So we can talk about that too. Well, Let's I... not. <laughs> Played harp for the king. <laughs> later tried to kill me for unrelated issues. Okay, I'm, I'm less David, but more like him, I guess. I, I can see that, though. I can see the seven for David. Yeah. That, that works. Because mm-hmm. he was very all over the place, and he was very all in in everything. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go <laughs> fight oh, yeah. the giant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was, a, he was a little overzealous in some things. <laughs> there was a whole incident with Bathsheba, and, you know, there was yeah. a, he had some problems. <laughs> That would but, be an example of him at his worst. That, yes. yes, that is him at his worst. Well, yeah, because if you think about it as a seven, a seven's one of the seven's worst fears to be bored. If he was sitting up in his room while his men are at battle, he was bored out of his mind. Mm-hmm. So that and was they, essentially him at his worst. They can be impulsive, right? Yes, very impulsive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Could have so, been a problem. Yep. Okay. So that is the thinking center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we've covered all of the centers. Now I want to uh, take just a moment here. Um, and, and talk to each one um, from maybe a spiritual perspective. What would you say? We'll, we'll kind of we'll lay, lay it out where you get to talk to yourself. What <laughs> would you say to yourself as your independent type? I, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. So I would say to any other sevens out there that typically as a seven, you feel like you need all this stuff. Every time you see something new or you see a new experience or you see a new thing that looks fun, you feel like you absolutely need it, you must have it, and you'll do whatever you take, whatever it takes to get there. The problem is, is we're never satisfied with stuff, right? No matter what we've gained or what we've accomplished, that will never fill the void inside of us, though we try over and over again. We have to learn to accept that God is enough, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That I, I don't think that ambition in itself is a bad thing, but when you're using your ambition to fulfill your inner needs, mm-hmm. when you think that's what's going to fulfill you, I think that is wrong. Right. So we've got to learn to pursue God mm-hmm. and be ambitious about it in our pursuit of God mm-hmm. and then accept God Which as enough. Yes, Which I you am. are, so that's a great yeah. thing. I am. And, and this Christianity, the study, like this thing, I mean, I am passionate about my faith, and that's right. the only thing I've remained passionate about for this length of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yes, I, I, I think that's one thing. Um, but that's what I would say to any other sevens out there, because I'm sure the church thing, the the Bible study, the the religion thing, like that, you're going to get passionate about it, but it's going to try to try to fizzle out. Mm-hmm. But you can't let that. You've got to stay pursuing God. Nothing else will fulfill you like God will. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that is my message to sevens. 
Yay. Okay, so I'll go next. Okay. Um, my message to sixes would be to trust that God has good plans and that it's okay. The world we live in is sometimes negative, um, but it's okay to not dwell on the negatives of it. And it's okay to live more in the moment and stop worrying about the problems that could happen tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is something that it's funny because I would give you like your type to a seven. I would give it. Like I would say to live in the moment more, even though it seems that a seven does, Mm -hmm. but they're living in the moment as far as like, they're, they're not ever satisfied with the moment. Sevens are always living in the future. Yeah. And so Mm. I, and I would think, and I would say that a six does similar Mm -hmm. things. You live for the fear of what is the unknown and you don't know what to, what's coming next. Mm -hmm. So both of us, Mm -hmm. I think to live in the moment and just enjoy today and know that tomorrow's not promised to anybody Mm -hmm. and sitting and worrying about it doesn't help you at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. I would tell a five because fives tend to be loners. Um, I would tell a five that you need community, that you need to attend church, that you need to surround yourself with strong Christian friends and a church body. You need to be a part of that. And I would also say, because fives are researchers that the greatest book you'll ever research is the Bible because mm-hmm. it's never ending. There's mm-hmm. no, you don't ever reach the end of what you mm-hmm. can find out in there. Mm-hmm. And which is amazing to me. I think that's what I've learned most from pastor Dennis after all of his years of pastoring to watch him get excited over new things that he's learning right. mm-hmm. and to think that there's always something new to learn. Yeah. It's just amazing to me and challenging mm-hmm. to me. And I think that fives, it just dig into the Bible because it's just exciting. Right. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll I agree with that. that. This has been a good one. Yeah. Uh, I think this has been a good one because we can all, we, we can, can talk relate. more extensively yeah. about this right. because we, we understand <laughs> yeah. a little yeah. bit better. We know these. Yeah. Um, but on that note, I think we have covered the Enneagram. We hope that you guys have learned something. Mm-hmm. We hope that you found out something about yourself, but even more, we hope that you've used that knowledge to grow closer to God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much. Next week, we'll be back to normal stuff, uh, which we'll find out what that is next week. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.